Welcome to the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast with Monique Malcolm, a show about leveraging your existing knowledge, unique skills, or passion to build a thriving creative business. I aim to show you what's really possible when you stop letting fear have all the fun and start taking action towards your goals. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting PimpYourBrilliance.com. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Pimp Your Brilliance. I'm so glad that you're here. This is episode number 99, and you can find show notes at pimpyourbrilliance.com backslash 99. All right, brilliant bosses, I am back with another informational and actionable episode. And here's the thing. When it comes to selling online, a question I get asked quite a bit is whether or not launching my digital product is necessary. And I understand because a lot of people talk about passive income and making all this money with digital products because they're scalable. And that's correct. And while the concept of passive income and making money while you're asleep is definitely sexy, that's not a realistic goal with a new product or a new service. You definitely need to launch. And so today I'm going to talk about why you need to launch a digital product versus going straight to passive sales. I understand that launching feels scary and it can be really intimidating. I get it because I've been there I know how much work goes into a launch, but it doesn't have to be. And so my goal with this episode is to help you understand what is a launch and what isn't a launch, why launching your product first is really a good thing, and then giving you a really quick overview of what a launch consists of so you can start getting your wheels turning for any future launches you may want to do. And I feel like having a good understanding of all of this, launching and and related stuff, That goes a really long way in making your future launches feel pleasant and not as cumbersome. And ultimately, that's my goal. I want you to launch. I want you to sell your products. And so let's start at the top and talk about what is a launch and what isn't a launch. So here are the things that fall into my not a launch category. Number one, a launch is not simply opening the virtual doors of your website or your blog and then tweeting, I just launched my website today. That's not a launch. It's not building your product in silence, hitting publish and posting it on your website. Again, not a launch. A launch is not posting about your digital product coming soon or your services on Instagram and then never mentioning them again until it's ready for sale. Again, not a launch. And these are all things I see regularly happening online. And that's just not how launching works. So the flip side of that is what is an actual launch? A launch is a specific focused marketing campaign. It introduces your product to your ideal audience while also helping build buzz and excitement around the product. And if you think about some of the bigger brands um, like Apple, Apple is amazing at launches. So, you know, before Apple starts releasing a new iPod or not, not iPod. Those, we don't make those anymore. iPhone. Before Apple releases a new iPhone, normally weeks ahead of time, you start hearing trickles about new features that people think are coming. They they call them leaks, but I say these are leaks with the air quote because I, I feel like this is also a part of their marketing strategy, but it's like potential features or guesstimations about what features are coming out. And then we have the live Apple launch event, which is an entire event. They're They're doing like a whole video program of 
all the new features. They're showing the highlights. They're showing what is why it's bigger and better. It's the best iPhone ever. If you're an Apple person, you know what I'm talking about because you've probably watched one of these Apple Live events. But they make a huge deal. They build up a huge buzz about it. And why is that? Because they want to get people talking about this new product that's coming out. So launches are very intentional. They're not just a one-time tweet or even three tweets. It's, it's a very intentional experience. And with the launch, there is a period of education because sometimes you have people who are your ideal audience, but they're not aware of what their problem is or that there's even a solution. So with your launch, depending on if you're newer at this and you have a smaller audience, you may have to spend more time on the education and the awareness building buzz phase. And then with the launch, there's a defined start and an end period. That's why it's a marketing campaign. There's a beginning date and then there's an end date and then the launch is over. Another thing about launches is there's usually a limited time promotion. This really works in the online space, but this isn't a hard, fast rule. So Apple Apple doesn't have any direct promotions, but a lot of times the cell phone carriers have promotions for how you can trade in your old phone and get a new one or different types of things like that to get you to upgrade. But these are usually happening in a limited time period. So another example of launches, if you think about the online space, Marie Forleo is huge in the business education, business coaching space, and she has B-School. And I always know when it's B-School season because Marie has been doing launches for years. She's a pro and I mean, her launches are massive and they're well-coordinated, but we always know it's B-School season because Marie starts showing up everywhere. She's in my newsfeed as far as like ads. I start hearing her on podcasts. She has like an opt-in for her video series. Other people start having them, her on their podcast and they start talking about their offers in relation to their experience with B-School. So it's a whole coordinated thing. But if you, if you follow online businesses, I, I promise you um, around March, February, late February, March of every year is B-School season for Marie. And you can't escape the launching mechanisms that are at play because everyone is in there coordinating to work with Marie to have this amazing launch because she does really awesome affiliate programs, which is a you know topic for another episode. But I just wanted to point out some different types of launches that you probably have seen and didn't even really pay attention to the fact that it was a launch. So I know I gave these examples of really big companies or people who have been doing launches forever, but don't let that scare you off because launches can work whether you are big or small. You just have to put the pieces in play. And, you know, if you're smaller, you're going to have to do a lot more work up front. But the benefit is that launches do work and they help get the buzz. So let's talk about why you actually need to launch your digital product versus going straight to passive sales. So this is something that I heard a lot as somebody who watches cartoons. If you build it, they will come. That does not work. But I feel like this was something that was pushed a lot in cartoons. Like the, the cartoon character had this, this huge hero moment where they had to build this thing, a park or whatever. And it was, it, there was so much struggle, but then like people eventually showed up. That does not happen in the real world. world. That's not how it works. So if you build it and they will come, 
That does not work. So what you need to do instead is you need to launch because you want sales. And if you have a smaller audience, you definitely want to launch because you need to start building a buzz and driving people to your offers, to your sales pages, to whatever it is that you have that you're going to be selling. So with launching, it gives you the best chance at attracting buyers because you've spent weeks leading up to the launch, educating your audience and teasing that something is coming. And this is a really big deal. And if you think about my Apple example, again, Apple leaking specs for the new iPhone and and people, you know, giving their guesses at what kind of features are going to be on it. That's a part of that awareness building buzz phase. Launches get people talking. So if you're newer in the online space, you need to try to get people talking about your products as much as possible. You can do this in a number of ways. You can do this by sending little teasers ahead of your launch, doing lives, but the launch experience gets people talking. Launches also help generate quick sales and build momentum for your product going forward. And I think this is the most important reason why you need to launch. If you want to sell, you have to launch because those quick sales are really important to the overall health of your product. Here's why. The initial buyers of your product are a huge lifeline. One, they can be social proof. So if they have your product, they had an amazing experience with it, they can be social proof, which is gonna help you sell in the future, which is gonna give you something to showcase to other people once you get to that point where you can make your sales passive. Also, Your initial buyers are going to give you feedback, and this feedback is valuable in so many ways. If you remember in last episode, episode number 98, I talked about creating your map, your minimum awesome products. Well, if you are creating maps and you are creating products that are functional but are not like all the bells and whistles, all of the fancy graphics, all of that, you want to have people who have invested real money in your product come back and tell you, hey... I think you should change this, or I need more information about this. It would be nice if you added this. It's great to have that kind of feedback because that helps your product improve. And I tell people all the time, there is no such thing as a perfect product at first launch. And sometimes there's not even a perfect product at 10th launch because how many iPhones are we in now? And we're still getting new features all the time with the exception of not getting the one feature that we all want, which is better battery life, but that's, that's a rant for another time, but there's no, there's no perfect products without a launch. You need to launch, you need to get that feedback. So that way you can make decisions based on data. You can fill in the gaps based on what somebody who actually invested their money into your product says. So you want to make sure you're launching because those initial sales are going to fuel the health of your launch or your product going forward. And it's going to build up that momentum for your product because those new, those initial people, if they have a really great experience, they can become brand evangelists. They can be the source of word of mouth. They can be future affiliates for your product. There's so much weighing on like those initial people having a good experience that you want to make sure you're doing your launch so that you can get these quick sales. And then also launching builds urgency. Because as I mentioned, a lot of times a launch has a limited time promotion attached to it. So you can only get it at this price or you can only get these bonuses at this time. That helps people make a quick buying decision. And this is really why launches work. 
because we dangle a carrot in front of people and say, hey, if you buy this right now, I'm going to give you these extra things. And they get really excited. They have FOMO. They don't want to miss out. It's an emotional decision. And then they buy. So that's why launching is really important. Another thing I think just intrinsic internal motivation, launching gives you an excuse to go even harder for your product. Because on a regular day, yes, you might like your product and you may be going through your normal routine of your day-to-day marketing. But when you're launching, that energy, that excitement around building that buzz, getting people excited, having new buyers come in. You know, if if I have, um, when I get sales, I have a Zapier setup, which is a, a software that sends me text messages that say, you got money. And it tells me how much. That never gets old. It never gets old to see those text messages on my phone. So that excitement makes you feel more hyped up. It gets you in the mind frame of like, oh, wow, like my business is is doing this. Like we're really doing this. So launching really does have a place. It's not just to stress you out or overwhelm you with all of these moving parts and things that need to happen. Launching has a real important place in your overall marketing system. So on the opposite end of that is passive sales. So what really is the problem with passive sales? There's actually nothing wrong with passive sales, but it's not the right goal for a new product. If you had a huge audience with like a massive email list, sure, you could get away with creating a product and then sending it out to your list or tweeting it out or putting it on Instagram and getting sales. But for the majority of us, we don't have 100K people on our list or 100K people following us on our social platforms. And so if we don't have that, we have to do the thing that's going to get us the most sales and be the most effective strategy. And that's going to be a launch. Simply putting up a product for sale on your website is just not going to generate a lot of sales in a short period of time. And passive sales really work a lot better for digital products that have already been through a launch cycle or two. At that point, your digital product is going to have had real people spend money on it, and it's going to have collected some social proof, which you can leverage in the future to generate even more sales. But again, this happens a lot faster when you launch versus going straight to passive sales. So I want to touch on really quickly what a launch consists of because I I gave you this list of things that were not launches in the beginning, but what is really a launch? And if you want to learn a little bit more about launching, I want you to check out episode number 84, which is um, Launching for Beginners with Beth Ann Swamberg. So pimpyourbrilliance.com backslash 84, and you'll find that episode. But in general, a launch, as I said, it's it's a specific focused event with a start and an end date. So In general, a launch has three phases. We have pre-launch. Pre-launch is the period of time leading up to when you open your cart and make your product for sale. The purpose of your pre-launch phase is to build buzz about your upcoming upcoming launch and generate a list of interested leads. So when you're doing pre-launch, you're going to want to make sure you have your email list open. You have some type of a lead magnet that's qualifying leads for you to make sure the right people are getting on your email list. And then your pre-launch phase can be anywhere from one to eight weeks, depending on how much awareness you want to build around your product. If you're newer and you have a smaller audience, you're going to want to skew more towards more time because you need more time to 
build up your list and build that awareness, get people interested in what's coming next. After your pre-launch period is done, you have your launch. The launch is when you make your product for sale. Online, we call this opening the cart. Your launch period can consist of a variety of different tactics and events to get eyes on your product. So a lot of times people do webinars, challenges, boot camps, live video series, all types of things, launch parties, whatever you want. But the launch phase normally lasts anywhere from one to three weeks, depending on what activities you have planned during your launch. I've even seen people go as much as a month launching, but I never suggest that because that's really exhausting and you're basically on that entire 30-day period because you have to keep on building that buzz. I think realistically a good launch period for someone starting out is anywhere from about five to 10 days, depending on what it is that you're doing and um, how involved your launch is. Seven days is probably about average and that's right in the middle of that. And then finally, you have the post-launch period and post-launch is the phase at the very end. And this is where you assess and evaluate how well the launch went. This phase usually lasts less than a week. And again, it's just kind of reviewing your launch, everything that you did and thinking about what worked, what didn't work. What would I scrap for the future? Did I hit my sales goals? And then you're kind of done. So as a quick recap, do you need to launch? Yes, definitely yes. And the reasons why greatly outnumber the reasons why you should go passive first. And it's mainly because you want to get quick sales. You want to generate that buzz and get some initial buyers on the line for your new product. All right. So now you know you need to launch. Here are your next steps. You need to start thinking about your digital product. When do you want to launch it? And remember, when you are thinking about your launch planning, you need to build in time for planning and creating your product as well as your launch content. The key to launching like a pro and not getting stressed out is to have as much of your content planned ahead of time as possible so it can be on scheduled on autopilot. So what you need to do is reverse engineer your timeline based on the date that you want to launch. A few questions that you want to think about and start asking yourself is how long do you want your pre-launch period to last? How familiar is your audience with this topic? The less familiar that your audience is, the more education that they're going to need. So you need to build in that. And we're talking about creating content around the overall topic that your product covers. What type of launch event do you want to have? Is this a webinar, a challenge, daily lives? Do you want to do email only? Something else? It's a good time to start thinking about that now. What stats are you going to track during your launch besides sales? So you can be tracking number of new followers, new subscribers, page views to your sales page, your conversion rate. There's so many things that you can track. And then lastly, what does a successful launch look like for you? What would make that launch be successful? So those are all things that I want you to be thinking about as you start planning your launch. All right. So if you're feeling kind of shaky after all of this that I just shared, Launching is a topic that I cover inside of the Brilliance Lounge membership community. So if you need help with planning your launch and you just really want to nail this whole digital product creation and launch thing, then you can head over to pimpyourbrilliance.com backslash lounge, or you can head directly to brilliancelounge.com 
There you'll find details on how you can become a member and get access to the training, monthly coaching calls, and community that's going to help you create your digital product with confidence. So if this sounds like something that you're interested in, I'd love to have you join us. Again, pimpyourbrilliance.com backslash lounge. That's all I have for this week's episode. Until next time, go out there and pimp your brilliance.